people of the world. Hello and welcome. Marketing as a foreign language. Today on the show, millions of WordPress sites are being probed and attacked with recent plugin bug. Unfamous Twitter users can make money from tweets gone viral with just a simple reply. Making money by replying on Twitter? I'm for it. How to leverage paid social media with retargeting. TikTok TikTok. You ever heard of TikTok? TikTok launches marketing partner program for advertisers. And last but not least, we've got Facebook adding new personalization tools for watch flags, new organic video performance insights. Ladies and gentlemen, the show begins right about now. Hope everybody had a phenomenal Labor Day weekend. Today is the 8th of September. If you want to leave a comment and you're here at the live show, please do. If you're checking us out and our growing podcast audience and you guys want to see the thing live, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, swing by YouTube, type in Send It Rising, or go to our Facebook business page for the Facebook Live. So many options. So much content, all the winning. Millions of WordPress sites are being probed and attacked. Oh, great. With recent plugin buggy, an easy to exploit vulnerability in a popular WordPress plugin has triggered an internet wide hacking spree. Uh, links to all articles that we reference in the show are available in the description. This one, this one comes from ZDNet.com. Mr. Catalan Campanu is the author. Millions of WordPress sites have been probed and attacked this week. Defiant, the company behind the WordFence web firewall, said on Friday. A sudden spike in attacks happened after hackers discovered and started exploiting a zero-day vulnerability in File Manager, a popular WordPress plugin installed on more than 700,000 sites. The zero-day was an unauthenticated file upload vulnerability that allowed an attacker to upload malicious files on a site running an older version of the file manager plugin. It's unclear how hackers discovered the zero day, but since earlier this week, they began probing for sites where this plugin might be installed. So quote, attacks against the vulnerability have risen dramatically over the last few days, said Ram Gall, threat analyst, uh, excuse me, threat analyst at Defiant. The attacks started slow, but intensified throughout the week with Defiant recording attacks against 1 million WordPress sites just on Friday, September 4th. So the takeaway obviously here is that if you are uh, a WordPress web owner, you may want to go ahead and check to make sure that you are Groovy Tuesdays on the website and that you have not been affected by this one uh, particularly bad hack the 1.7 million figure is more than half of the number of wordpress sites using the wordfence web firewall so word wordfence web firewall i think is the keyword here gall believes the true scale of the attacks is even larger uh the good news ooh, there's good news is that the file manager developer team created and released a patch for the zero day on the same day so it's all about patching up this particular attack let it be known economictimes.indiatimes.com. What? 
unfamous Twitter users can make money from tweets gone viral with just a simple reply. Is this real? Is this not real? Let's see. Michael Tobin writes, you don't need to be Twitter famous to make money from viral tweets. A growing number of Twitter users, many of them with very few followers of their own, have glommed on to an inventive way to harness the power of tweets that go viral to make a few bucks for themselves. These savvy users do this by finding a tweet that's garnering a lot of attention. Then they use the reply tool to point the Twitterverse toward a brand, which in turn pays a small fee in exchange for the mention. Okay, small fee in exchange for the mention. Who's paying this? How do we get paid? Let's see. So none of this happens through Twitter's established advertising system, meaning the company doesn't get a cut of the transaction and it may break Twitter Inc's rules requiring disclosure of payment for promotion, but apparently it's happening anyway. Here's how it works. We've got Blake Forbes here, a 20-year-old college student from Austin, Minnesota. He's running the Twitter account at Bird Executive. It only has about 8,000 followers. That's poultry. Poultry, I say, compared with the likes of Justin Bieber or Barack Obama, each of whom have more than 110 million followers. This all coming from the article. Uh, but the lack of stardom isn't stopping Forbes from making some easy money. Forbes looks for tweets that seem poised to take off, say a funny joke or clever play on words. In one case, a picture of a steamroller going over someone's back. That's disturbing. He and his friends then help accelerate the popularity of the posting by sharing them among their accounts, which collectively have tens of thousands of followers. And the tweet goes viral, reaching hundreds of thousands of followers, retweets, and likes. A brand might reach out to Forbes to do a promotion and pay him about $30. That seems like a lot of work for $30. This seems very black hat. This seems very odd and very uh, unethical. Forbes has done about seven or eight promotions, netting him around $200 for posting memes. Ooh, $200. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't say it's a way to make a ton of money. It's just extra, says Forbes. It's mostly about having fun on Twitter and getting some money as well. So I don't know. Could this evolve potentially into something that, you know, folks might actually be able to make some money from? Perhaps. So let's see if I understand this correctly. So they are trying to get in early on something that might go viral. And then they are trying to get companies to reach out to them to pay them. I don't know. This seems uh, sort of uh, lame and uh, sort of black hat. And I'm sort of not a big fan. Uh, this ephemeral, ephemeral advertising blitz is the latest, most opportunistic evolution of the social media-based influencer economy in which regular people get paid to hawk brands to followers. This, I don't think, is going anywhere. I think we're going to see a lot of this in the future, um, so-called influencers. But then you hear all of the uh, – or you read all the articles about all these influencers trying to get, like, free lunch and stuff. Um, so you've got influencers. Then you actually have influencers. So I think – that uh, this new ecosystem of influence is as likely to be a total ripoff as it is to return something uh, resembling uh, in return on investment, which is to say that if you're a small business and you want to work with an influencer, be very, very skeptical because if they have 100,000 followers, you got to ask yourself, why is that? They may have 100,000 followers because of the funny content they post. And if they post a commercial, it's not going to get the same sort of love, obviously. So you have to be real creative about it. And many times those 100,000 followers are largely garbage. Um, 
not only can you manipulate the number of followers that you have, you can also manipulate the number of retweets. That's not hard either. So you just have all of these bot accounts that are retweeting, liking, thumbs upping, etc. which is to say, uh, gotta be real skeptical. There's a lot of garbage out there when it comes to this sort of thing. So Anthony Truco, back to the article, a recent college graduate and self-described meme lord, also enjoys the extra pocket cash from a viral tweet. Truco, who has about 6,500 followers on Twitter and 1.3 million on TikTok. Well, that's considerable. Overlays scenes from the animated SpongeBob cartoon show with popular songs like Sicko Mode by Travis Scott and Drake. Uh, you've completely lost me, article. You've completely lost me. I think the point of this article is that uh, even if you're super inventive, um, there isn't a lot of money in trying to hack this Twitter, um, this particular Twitter, what would you call it? strategy of trying to get these people to uh, to pay you eh, not convinced not uh, all that excited about it how to leverage paid social media with retargeting entrepreneur.com retargeting obviously is if someone comes to your website and the ads are following them around the internet seemingly um, they clicked on an ad of yours and now uh, you're continuing to show to those people you can retarget the people who were about to check out and then didn't um, you many times get retargeted with ads that Let's say you were about to buy something on a website and you're like, ah, never mind, you leave. And all of a sudden, that's all you see on the internet. That's retargeting. Um, you go to a website, eh, you bounce, you leave, and now you see that ad everywhere. That's retargeting. The more people engage with your ad and post, the more likely it is to be seen by people outside your target audience. According to entrepreneur.com, Amanda Robinson writes, the following excerpt is from the Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing by Eric Buteau and a host of other people. Boosting your Facebook advertising efforts is an investment you might want to consider if social media marketing is a big part of your overall marketing strategy. Okay. When you decide to advertise with Facebook, you can either create a new ad or use a status update you've already shared. The ad fee structure is similar to Google in that you can set a daily budget, but you don't set a bid per click. Instead, Facebook will begin showing your ads. The more interest people show, the less per click you'll be charged. So it's in everyone's best interest to create Facebook ad posts that are interesting and compelling. So very different from Google ads where you're paying per click. Here we have an ad structure that shows the ads, measures interest, and then hopefully reduces what you pay per click over time. In addition to driving traffic, you can use Facebook ads for brand awareness and simply pay for engagement. In other words, likes, comments, and shares. The more people engage with your ad and post, the more likely it is to be seen by people outside your target audience. So this is fine, talking about the merits of Facebook ads. The question, I guess, is why is the article called How to Leverage Paid Social Media with Retargeting? We haven't even got there yet. Unlike Google search ads, which are 100% text, Facebook ads can be links, images, or even video. You can use a single image or a carousel of images. You can even upload multiple images and let Facebook test which one resonates. This I like. That is interesting. You can even upload multiple images and let Facebook test which one resonates best. This I think is some next level stuff. You can also set up a remarketing pixel. There we go. Finally, a snippet of code installed on your website so that Facebook can track users who have been to your site and allow you to remarket to them. The Facebook ad pixel. It's a big deal. Um, not hard to add to the website. So here's how remarketing works. Once you have a Facebook pixel installed on your site and are driving targeted traffic using Google ads, and of course other means, it could be organic, could be organic Facebook, doesn't matter, you are equipped to amplify the illusion 
of frequency. What? Amplifying the illusion of frequency? Sounds like a D&D &D spell. With a pixel in place, you can now create Facebook ads targeting people who have visited your site or even specific pages. This I like. So if they go to a specific page, you want to hit them with a specific ad. Well, you can specifically target them, can't you? This is referred to as retargeting or remarketing. You've doubtless experienced this yourself, as I mentioned earlier. Spend a couple of minutes looking at cars on an automotive site, and suddenly every site you go to is displaying ads for that brand of car. We get it. We talked about it. When your Google ads effectively capture someone as they're searching for you or information you have published, they register as a visitor. Okay, we understand remarketing. We understand that. So what new information do you have for us? Back to the article. Let's say you're a local attorney specializing in family law. You can write a series of blog posts that answer common questions about divorce, child custody, estate planning, and so on, and then use Google ads to help people who are searching for those answers find your content. You can then place Facebook ads that encourage those people to call you for more information and assistance. Yes, this I like. So let's say you write these example pages, divorce, child custody, estate planning. So you have a divorce page, great. The likelihood of people actually getting to that divorce page are pretty slim. You create a blog post. Let's say you go the extra mile, the extra, extra mile, and you create a YouTube video, amazing. You have like 10 pictures, an infographic, a ton of content. It's the best divorce page on the internet. Greatest thing ever. Uh, you post it and nobody sees it. This is entirely possible. Um, you can take the images from the uh, da, 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 blog post and share them on Pinterest. That creates backlinks back to the post. That's good. The YouTube video should help. You can create a link to that particular page from that YouTube video so it points back to the page. You can share that particular blog post more than once on social media with different uh, content, right? So you share it the first time saying, hey, this is this divorce page about XYZ, and then you share it again like, three weeks later, another five weeks later, just trying to drive people to this page. But in the end, you really could just run a Facebook ad campaign driving people to that particular page or a Google ads campaign driving them to that particular page. Because in the end, the point of you doing all of this work is to try to get people there to have the Facebook pixel register that they have landed on the website so that you now that then can retarget to them is the point. Back to the article, or let's imagine you own a wedding dress shop. Ooh, same scenario. Create content that answers common questions brides have about their special day. Use Google Ads to drive intentional traffic and then leverage Facebook to make sure those brides know about your gorgeous dresses by placing ads showcasing your latest offerings. Uh, yeah, so Lanasia writes, can I influence you into getting me free lunch? Yes, the answer is yes. And Esther writes, if you're lost, imagine how I feel. Uh, yeah, totally. I get it. Sometimes some of this stuff is ridiculous. Um, but I would say that this retargeting basic concept uh, makes sense. I think you were probably re referencing the, the previous article. This article, uh, running Google ads to landing pages that are specific to a keyword and then running Facebook retargeting makes sense to me. Thank you for those comments. Moving right along. If you want to leave a comment, by the way, and you're listening to us after the fact, why don't you join us for the live show 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, Lanasia writes, divorce, divorce lawyers and weddings, the whole spectrum today, in fact. Moving right along, TikTok launches marketing partner program for advertisers. Emma Wiltshire with Social Media Today writes, TikTok has launched a new marketing partner program 
which is the platform's latest element in its push to expand its advertising potential and maximize opportunity for brands. As per TikTok, quote, we're building new opportunities for marketers to be creative storytellers and meaningfully engage with the TikTok community, and we're thrilled to collaborate with some of the most strategic and trusted leaders in the advertising industry to continue giving marketers across, excuse me, access to more tools to successfully create, measure, and optimize ad campaigns on TikTok. Um, this is always the big deal with these um, websites is if they can monetize, well then, hooray. Twitter, I would like to look into how they monetized, uh, but a lot of the, you know, the dead ones, MySpace comes to mind, uh, simply never monetized. So TikTok looking for creative ways to monetize. Obviously, this comes um, at the same time as we have this dramatic um, sort of government intervention with TikTok. We'll see what happens there. Will Microsoft purchase them? Will Oracle purchase them? Will TikTok uh, turn a profit? The new marketing partner program provides a range of approved ad and creative services that can assist brands in better achieving their marketing goals on the app. As of yesterday's announcement, TikTok already has 20 certified partners ranging in social media marketing expertise. Those partners are divided into campaign management, creative development, branded effects, measurement. Boring. Along with this program, TikTok has recently released new creator features and advertising support for brands. Ugh. So bored. So TikTok wants your money, okay? But would I invest heavily in TikTok at this point? No, I would not. Too much is looming. Too much is looming. I don't want to be spending hard-earned dollar bills on a platform that may or may not exist. Now, there are people who have TikTok audiences, um, you know, or maybe you're selling sneakers, like Nike's spending money on TikTok, I would imagine. Adidas, like these sort of people. This, this is for them. This is not for, like, local personal injury attorney. Facebook, final article of the day. Facebook adds new personalization tools for watch flags, new organic video performance insights. Andrew Hutchinson, social media today. Let's dive in. Is Facebook watch really a significant video platform? What is Facebook watch? It's hard to say how successful watch is or will be based on its performance thus far. But as per Facebook, it is seeing more usage over time. You would think that I'm a big Facebook user. I'm really not. I don't really like Facebook. And as the owner of an advertising agency, you would think that I would wake up and check Facebook. I don't. I don't even like it. I don't like Facebook. A lot of people love Facebook. I'm not one of those people. Quote, today, more than 1.25 billion people visit Watch uh, every month to discover and share videos from millions of creators and publishers. So yeah, I'm out of the loop on Facebook Watch. Are you into Facebook Watch? I'm not. Which sounds impressive, right? 1.25 billion is almost half of Facebook's 2.7 billion active user base. That's pretty good, right? Well, kind of, according to Mr. Hutchinson. As with Facebook's previous reporting of watch viewership, the actual engagement figure is slightly diluted by the way in which Facebook counts its active viewership. Facebook does this a lot. Like when I run a boosted post on Facebook, hey, guess what? Like the numbers look fantastic. Like a thousand percent increase in so much like, you know, but when I want to look at how many seconds people are actually watching the video, I look at the data that Facebook provides and it's three seconds or more. Well, yeah, it looks great. Three seconds or more, but give me, you know, how many people watch for 10 minutes, five minutes, three minutes, how many people watch the whole thing? Like I want so much more information and they have that information and they're choosing not to share that information because they want it to look as amazing as possible. And that to me is super frustrating. It's one of the reasons I like Google because Google, is much more 
analytical. They're, they're, they're very open about the amount of information, Google Analytics, Google Search Console, Google Ads. You're just inundated with information. It's too much information. And with Facebook, I feel the opposite. I want to know how many people are looking at the videos for how long. And the short answer is just too bad. As far as I can tell, correct me if uh, you all have that data. If you run a boosted video ad and you can see the users and how long they stayed, um, I would love to be able to see that. So a bit frustrating. So Facebook hasn't clarified if this new stat is based on the same minute per month measurement, but we can assume that it's the same account. So I don't know. Facebook writes, we've made it easier for people to find more videos they'll like with better navigation, expert curation, and smarter machine learning. We're working on ways to connect people with videos that match their interests. So, you know, I think I'm a little slow to the curve here on Facebook Watch. It sounds like Facebook Watch is sort of like a like an attack on, on YouTube. Uh, quote, this is uh, Facebook. We're in the early stages of rolling out a new organic video post testing tool. Tell partners, A-B tests, aspects of a post, including thumbnails, titles, descriptions. Yeah, so they're trying to make some money off this, obviously. Um, so videos are the best performing content type. So checking out Facebook Watch definitely should make it on my list of a million things to do. Okay, so new personalization tools for Watch. Watch apparently is either a big deal or not a big deal. Depends on how you look at the data. There's um, some scrutiny of Facebook's numbers here, but perhaps something to check out if you haven't already. Millions of WordPress sites are being probed and attacked. This just goes to show that, you know, it's just never ending. It's never ending. It's like uh, the maintenance on your house. You know, it's, it's like everything nowadays is a subscription. Have you noticed that? Like, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if like, if you wanted to buy bread in the future, you had to like subscribe to a bakery. You'd be like, Ooh, we actually don't sell individual loaves anymore. No, you have to get onto the bread plan. It's very cheap. If you sign up now and sign up for a whole year, you get 10% off the bread plan. Uh, it just feels like every single thing is a recurring payment. It's super irritating. Um, now you've got your websites being hacked because, you know, you need to constantly update everything. You need to constantly be fixing everything. Houses fall apart. You got to fix those. Your body's falling apart. You got to go to the doctor. Your website's falling apart. Just goes to show that the more stuff you own, uh, there is no sort of like set it and forget it. Everything's constantly evolving. Um, this is just the latest hack, you know, and you just, I don't know, you need pros taking a look at it. The, the journey is ongoing. So unfamous Twitter users can make money when they say they can make money from tweets gone viral with a simple reply. Uh, what they're saying is there's a small group of people that have made like $200 trying to like find which tweets are going to go viral and then like trying to get brands attention. And it sounds like a ton of work uh, for not a lot of money. That being said, watch them systematize this, watch them use machine learning, watch them use, you know, some sort of software to do this on a grand scale, not get caught for a while and make millions. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that you can make money from this particular strategy um, may lead to a world in which, you know, people are getting paid for replying to tweets and it becomes ubiquitous. I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying as a stands today eh, seems kind of black hat seems kind of weird how to leverage paid social media with retargeting yeah C create a bunch of lovely landing pages drive traffic to them with google ads have the facebook pixel installed retarget from facebook ta-da problem of course is that that's expensive 
And will it work? Who knows? Depends how good the landing page is. If the landing page is really strong. You've got a video on there. It's really personal and looks great. It's really well designed. There's a good call to action. They can call you. Then yeah, I can see landing pages um, specifically designed to convert getting traffic from Google ads and then retargeting on Facebook. That's a nice little one-two punch. Um, it's a lot of work though. Don't uh, get it twisted. Oh, TikTok. Who cares about TikTok? They keep trying to be relevant. What's going to happen? All bets are off until we see who buys them. Um, I'm not going to be spending any money with them. Thank you very much. And then Facebook Watch apparently is a big deal um, that uh, I don't know enough about. Do you know a lot about Facebook Watch? I certainly don't. So ladies and gentlemen, again, if you want to join us for the live show, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, swing by the Facebook page, type in Senate Rising Internet Marketing, poof, we will appear, or YouTube, um, and there we shall be. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a wonderful time here today on the show. We appreciate you being here, whether that's on a podcast, YouTube, or Facebook, and we will see you all tomorrow, same time, same place. You know the deal. It's outro time. Have a good one.